Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, hello, just Catherine here for this week's episode, episode 146, dealing with dating disappointment. This is something I have wanted to talk about for a long time because after over a decade of working in the relationship space, this plagues so many women and creates so much pain around dating and tremendous misunderstanding about relationships and something that I navigated for the first time actually around my own wedding. And I'll talk about that. But I just think we have a an interesting society right now, thanks to social media, thanks to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and thanks to the continued obsession with this entitled, unrealistic fairy tale around romantic relationships. So let's talk about disappointment for a second. Disappointment is a feeling. The most important work that any individual can do and what the work of growing up is and maturing and becoming an empowered and embodied woman is having emotional mastery. And we know that whatever happened in your childhood, whatever your current relationship is with yourself, trauma influences this. Many of us struggle with emotional mastery, having a connection to our own emotions, not being afraid of our emotions, not avoiding our emotions, or not having toxic positivity around our emotions, thinking that you're just supposed to be happy all the time. Disappointment is a feeling. What you do with your feelings determines how you will function as an adult in our culture. You've heard me say on the podcast a millions of times that the number one cause of relationships falling apart is self-abandonment and self-abandonment actually starts with your relationship to your feelings. You abandon yourself when you avoid your feelings, you abandon yourself and you pretend to be happy when you're not. You abandon yourself when you judge your feelings and what the work of connecting with yourself is essentially becoming a friend to yourself. And let me tell you, nothing has challenged my emotions and my relationship to myself more than becoming a parent and navigating my own feelings of inadequacy, 
disappointment, fear, anxiety, and every day being a friend to myself and having compassion around that and choosing empowering language in the way that I relate to myself rather than spiraling into shame or guilt, which is what happens when you don't know how to deal with disappointment and then creates so much victimhood around dating. So here is the secret around disappointment and dating. Low expectation, high standards. Low expectations, high standards. What happens in being disappointed in dating is most people have very, very, very unrealistic expectations about dating. So let's talk about what's realistic about dating. You are not going to connect with lots of people. You are not going to have people that never it's, you're not never going to be ghosted, right? You are going to be ghosted. You are going to have people behave in shitty ways. You are going to be disappointed. That's what's happening. People have this idea. And, and again, hopefully you're not getting this message from me as a dating and relationship coach, but what gets projected out there is, oh, if you just positive enough. And if your energy is perfect enough, then you're going to connect with millions of men and you're never going to have pain when dating because all of these just high quality men are going to come flooding, you know, through your doors and through the dating app. That's what is a fantasy. It is impossible to protect yourself from ever being disappointed, from ever being ghosted, from ever having a shitty interaction because you are not responsible for how other people behave. That's the vulnerability of dating. You're only responsible for you. But when you have an expectation and have been fed some kind of fairy tale lie, or you're still believing this based on some shit you're following on Instagram or social media about toxic positivity, that's what leads to judgment and self-blame and criticism. And then most of all, victimizing yourself and saying things like, well, I'm just never going to date. This is too hard. All men suck. That's being a victim rather than being an empowered woman, which says, okay, I'm a grown ass adult. And what's included in that means life is going to bring it all to me. No matter how much work I've done on myself, that doesn't protect me from having shitty encounters with people. That doesn't protect me from being disappointed. That doesn't protect me from having things not go according to plan. That's life. That's life. And this is what has been so, so, so exquisite for me over the past two, three months being a parent. Nothing, absolutely nothing goes according to plan. And I was humbled very quickly about whatever unrealistic expectations I had of myself around how I could handle the first few weeks of having a newborn. I had never done it before. I had never done it before. And the compassion that I had to show with myself and the vulnerability of actually sharing what I was feeling with my friends and my husband and my doula, that changed everything because self-love is being a friend to yourself. So Watch for, if you ever start saying things like dating is too hard, all men suck. I'm just never going to do this any again. You're trying to protect yourself from pain, from hurt, from disappointment. And my friend, that's not how life works. And nothing is going to challenge me more as a parent than wishing I could protect my daughter from that 
right? You better believe that I would prefer that she lives a life where she doesn't ever experience pain or loss or hurt or disappointment. But guess what? Protecting her from that is in service to no one, not her and not me. That's not what is in service to cultivating a healthy adult where she can thrive in her life and not feel victimized by her feelings and be able to handle truths of life. The worst of the fairy tale. And again, you've heard me say, you've heard me say this thousands of times, you get to have a magical love story. Throwing out the fairy tale is not throwing out magic. Throwing out the fairy tale is the promise from the, the bullshit promise of the illusion that says, when you choose the right person, you will never have pain. When you choose the right person, you'll never be disappointed or hurt. When you choose the right person and you fall in love, you will somehow be protected from the givens of life. That's the problem with the fairy tale. The gift of the fairy tale is it helps us believe in magic. It helps us show up and say, you know what? I can have a passionate relationship, but you have to show up a certain way for that. If you are showing up as a wounded little girl or an entitled teenager or just a child with a fantasy saying, I'm going to have perfection, you're going to be disappointed over and over and over and over again. And then your self-talk when you're disappointed is to become a victim. And a victim sounds like this. I'm never going to date. All men are bad. I'm just never going to fall in love again. That's all protection. So can you practice every once in a while saying, I feel disappointed when you notice yourself go to those negative thoughts. I'm disappointed that that didn't work out the way I thought it would. That's it. That's actually healthy. And to cry if that's what's true for you or to talk to your friend about it or to be able to say, wow, this is hard because what's hard is being with your emotions. What's hard is recognizing you don't have control over how other people behave. That's what makes love worthwhile. That's what makes, I mean, parenting is humbling me and putting me front and center into what actual vulnerability is not some fantasy, not some five paragraphs on a Facebook post vulnerability, but the vulnerability of nothing is in control except my own emotional well-being. How I show up is in my control. How you show up is in your control. And that is it. Not how other people behave, not, not what happens on a dating app, not, with how not the timing of how you find a partner, how you show up. And it is vulnerable to want. It is vulnerable to say, I want a relationship. It's vulnerable to say, I am sad that it hasn't happened for me yet, but I'm going to keep going. The people that find exquisite love are the ones who are vulnerable and have an open heart. The ones who say, no matter how I've been hurt in the past, no matter how much disappointment I've endured, I'm going to keep showing up for love. That's who finds love. That's who experiences love. But the pain of disappointment, again, it's what happens when you have that feeling. How do you talk to yourself? Self-love, what my homecoming program is about, what all of my one-on-one -on -one client work is about, what open to love is about, is bearing the vulnerability of keeping your heart open and becoming a friend to yourself. Having compassion, low expectations, high standards. Stop signing on to a dating app and expecting it to feel good and expecting you to connect with the millions of people. You're just not. You're just not. 
expecting yourself to never be ghosted, expecting every man to ask you out first and show up the way you want them to. That's not how this works. And that is the entitled child. And really the, the pain that I'm watching is the entitlement in our culture. And this cycle of expectation disappointment over and over and over again. Having standards is about the way you want to be treated and you know you deserve to be treated. And you don't have to teach someone to do that. You don't have to get someone to treat you that way. You don't have to convince someone. You don't have to write a fucking paragraph to a total stranger about how they should show up for you. You just know that you have standards and self-respect. So for example, a standard would be, I give my energy to people who give their energy to me. If you give your energy to someone who's not showing up for you, who can't follow through on a date, who can barely ask you questions when you're texting, and then you're getting more and more reactive and, and upset and shitty toward that person, that's on you. That's the expectation disappointment cycle. A standard says, here's, I'm sitting on my throne as a queen. These are the standards for, for how I will be treated with respect, with kindness, with follow through someone who's accountable. You don't have to get anyone to do that. I've also said countless times, I really hate the dating advice of, and the, the things that are posted, like how to get him to commit or get him to want you or well, all that shit. Guess what? When you stop trying to get anyone to do anything, that's when an aligned person will show up for you. Because you're stop giving, you stop giving your energy to convincing. You stop giving your energy to performing. You stop giving your energy trying to get the world to be different. Codependency is a state of reactivity. You expect the world to behave a certain way in order for you to be okay. Outside in living. Homecoming is inside out living. Homecoming says, I don't need other people to behave a certain way in order for me to be okay. I don't need external circumstances to line up the way that I want them to in order for me to manage my own emotions. And now I get that this is hard. This is what the one-on-one -on -one work that I'm doing with people is about. Because if this was not modeled for you, if you had an emotionally immature parent, a, a neglectful parent, an abusive parent, this is hard. Because you know what the parent's job is in the beginning is to manage the environment so that it is safe and calm. And the child can learn that they are safe and calm and the world is safe. But if there is unpredictability and chaos, that's what creates the dependency on the outside world. And then you have grown ass adults still stuck in that wounded child state. And that was me. You all get that I came into this work because I was majorly codependent and love addicted, right? But a part of me had to believe that it, this was not how it was supposed to be. This is what healing is about. Healing is inside out living. Healing is maturity. Healing is emotional mastery and not thinking you need to be happy all the time, but the ability to be with whatever feelings you're having with compassion. If you have a feeling that overwhelms you and then you drop into blame, that's the issue. Then you get victimized by your emotions. You know, one of my mentors said to me once, there's a difference between having your emotions and your emotions having you. If you struggle with codependency, your emotions have you, right? They become bigger than you, AKA that's what happens with toddlers, babes, right? 
without an appropriate witness, the parent, the emotions be, are too big. And then you have an adult still behaving that way because they never learned how to manage them. That's what healing work is about. So are you going to be disappointed throughout your dating journey? You bet. Have you already been disappointed throughout your dating journey? I'm sure. But only you know if you can say to yourself, wow, have I had unrealistic expectations about how this was going to go? Am I full of judgment, which is self-abandonment, around thinking that I should have met my partner by now or this should have been easier for me? Are you comparing yourself to other people all the time? Are you avoiding your emotions and your inner work by actually not signing up for any programs or one-on-one work and just continuing to throw yourself at dating apps, expecting it to work out for you, but you haven't taken a good look at yourself? The fairy tale also says that with the right person, you don't have to do any work on yourself and it's just always easy guess what? Disappointments are going to be included in your relationship. So I mentioned about my wedding, right? I was disappointed when certain people couldn't come. I remember it so vividly, sending out all the invitations and being so happy and then getting them back, getting the RSVPs back and people saying no. Oh, I remember it vividly, the disappointment in my heart. And I remember talking to people about it. And guess what? Most people immediately wanted me to feel better about it. Well, Catherine, you understand that not everyone can come. People have lives. People are making decisions. Yes, I do understand that. And I have a right to be disappointed. That was my first test around my relationship with myself. And I remember going out to people looking for the compassion and the validation and few being able to give it to me. My husband was able to actually, because he felt the same way, right? He was having that same experience of being disappointed by people that couldn't come. But again, we stayed centered in the emotion. That's what homecoming gives you. That's what heart center gives you. I can have the emotion without the emotion having me. That is the magic. You will experience pain and hurt and disappointment throughout your life. Having a heart center, having a healthy relationship with yourself is that you open your heart to those feelings, knowing that how open your heart is dictates being able to feel it all. That's what consciousness is more feeling, not less. And toxic positivity and the shit we see on social media makes you think that being positive is is the goal or some high vibration bullshit is the goal rather than my heart is open to everything that I feel. And I don't fall into any of those feelings. I can just have them like a healthy parent would with a child being with whatever arises and having the compassionate self-talk that says, wow, yeah, what a bummer. That's what this feeling is. If you are struggling with codependency, if you are struggling with abandonment issues, if you're struggling to date from an empowered place, this is what my work offers you. Homecoming is the place to start. Homecoming is the place of cultivating confidence, emotional mastery, self-respect. There's a whole teaching around boundaries and then wholeness, masculine and feminine energy. Open to love is that deep inner work that I am doing with one-on-one clients around meeting that inner child taking a look at what's called your love imprint, right? How has my childhood shaped how I'm showing up in adulthood? And then what's the work to actually do to show up in a powerful way? And then what I'm most proud of around open to love is it includes the skills of relationship because the skills of dating are the skills of relationship. It's not two different pieces of work. 
right? How you show up when dating is telling you what you're going to do in romantic relationship when things don't go according to plan, when things are out of control, when you're disappointed, when you've had an attachment or too high expectations, right? It's all that work. And both of those programs are available now. Very soon, I will open my doors again to one-on-one coaching, and I'm very excited to begin that work again and be connected to some new people. So if you've been thinking about working with me, you can still fill out an application on my bio on Instagram, or you can go to my website and you'll be automatically put on a wait list. So you'll be the first to know when my door is open again to do that work of healing healing your heart, showing up powerfully, being able to meet life with an open heart, not collapsing into your child self or worse, closing your heart and saying, I'm just going to be protected forever because we know that's not the way to go. And that's what it sounds like. Protection sounds like men are bad. Dating sucks. I'm just never going to love again. And I promise you that that will not be a fulfilling place. Fulfillment comes from having our heart open, being open to all that life offers and all that life includes. So the one-on-one work too, is even if you're already in relationship, of course, now on the other side of several months as a parent and my relationship changing. I am very, very excited to keep supporting women in relationship on doing it in an empowering way and not losing themselves and even new parents because Andrew and I have done really well these past few months and it wasn't an accident. So everything I've done prepared me for this time. And so if you are knowing you want to be a parent or you're preparing, you're pregnant, I would love to work with you. So let me know what you think about this episode. I hope it has helped you. I hope it has challenged the entitled part of you and really right-sized that you're not doing anything wrong to feel bummed out by dating. You're not, right? You're not, there's nothing wrong with you if it's hard. It is hard. It is hard to show up as an adult. It is hard to keep our heart open when we're disappointed. It is hard to recognize that we can't control how other people behave, but it's really, really beautiful and empowering to know that you can control how you show up, that keeping your heart open is absolutely the way to go in our life. It's what all the spiritual teachings are about. And that most of all, it is possible to live that way, no matter what your story has been up until this moment right now. So I'll see you soon. I'm back at it with the podcast. Kate and I are excited for lots of upcoming topics to share. And you know that we're in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. And most of all, that I love hearing from you, how episodes impact you. And then, of course, things that you'd want us to talk about. So I'll see you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.